Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, as we gather here this morning and we celebrate Easter, you know, we got to say those words again. It's Easter time. And so you know the rhythm. And of course, you already saw the little video here. But we say those words, and I want you to shout it out like you're trying to shout it out so those of us here at Holy Savior, Dale, Jeremy, and I, we can hear you from your houses. So are you ready? On the count of three, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. I could hear you. I could hear you. Well, as we gather here this morning, I want to start with a question. So by now, you maybe kind of know the drill, right? we got a question here and give you an opportunity to post. And here is the question. When COVID-19 clears, what one activity or thing will indicate for you things are back to normal? So when COVID-19 clears, what one activity or thing will indicate for you things are back to normal? Now think about that for a moment and go ahead and post your thoughts. I mean, of course, one of the obvious things I think about is, well, when I make a mess here, you cannot see all the confetti that's here, by the way. When I make a mess with Easter Sunday, you know, a lot more eyeballs are going, oh my. It would be great to worship with all of you again. I mean, I really look forward to that. And as I've made some phone calls and I've seen a few folks, you know, when we've gone shopping, you know, that's one thing I know a lot of us are longing for. The sense of normalcy is that as we gather, we are truly together face-to-face, and we can celebrate communion, and we can celebrate being together in Jesus Christ. One of the other things about being normal is, you know, is being able to go outside, you know, without wearing a mask over our face. You know, that's some new norms that we are getting used to. Or this idea of shopping and getting, you know, when you're trying to shop and get a few things to get out of the store real quick, and there's someone standing in the aisle, almost like they're trying to make sure that no one else can get in the way and you think, I'm going to have to go around them the other way and keep going around and circling until I can finally get through that one bag of potato chips that I want. Normals. You know, what is normal? You know, normal, things change, right? Normal was, normal was in the 1960s and 70s to go for a ride in the car. And your seatbelt, if you had seatbelts, was just a lap belt, and often they were tucked inside the car seats. And so the true seatbelt was either mom or dad saying, watch out, as their arm went out, and you got by the arm. And if you had an old enough car, you had a metal dashboard. So kids, you could look to see if your parents have maybe like a little mark in their foreheads when they hit the dashboard. That was normal. Normal was, in the 1950s and 60s, to go to Las Vegas on a family trip. Now, that may not seem so unusual, but what was normal back then was to make it an atomic vacation. That You would go to Las Vegas, and you would get out in the desert, and you would watch the atomic bombs go off. People actually did that. What's normal? Now, what's normal now is that when we go driving in the cars, almost all of us have a three-point harness to buckle up with. we got multiple airbags around us. That if we would go to Las Vegas, we'd go there to watch a family show to have a little fun. We'd go anywhere but watch an atomic bomb go off. What's normal? You know, what's normal? What's not so normal? Well, in Portland, Oregon, Brian Kidd, who is known as the Unipiper, is this eccentric guy who goes around Portland on a unicycle with a bagpipe, often dressed up like Darth Vader, with flames coming out of the bagpipe. That's normal, or maybe normal for Portland. 
In fact, you can watch a YouTube link there where he actually, about a month ago, he was going around Portland with his bagpipes on his unicycle with the flames, doing a little Beethoven, all dressed in a hazmat suit with Lysol disinfecting the city of Portland. What's normal? You know, I think that really is what the gist of Easter is, is that Easter is the new normal. We hear this as we take a look at the gospel reading that we heard just a little earlier. Verse 18, let's read these words together. Mary from Magdala went to the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Those little words right there, I have seen the Lord from Mary, for the disciples that heard that, for all of those who saw Jesus as a living, risen Savior, that was a new normal. You see, because this is the truth of Easter. Easter is more than a once a year celebration. Easter is the new normal. Easter is the new normal. It sets the tone for our, our lives. Now, in the midst of this COVID-19 with all kinds of uncertainties, and even if Easter 2020 is just a little unusual for you, or if Easter 2020 is overwhelming and uncertain, the one thing that we know because of Easter, because Jesus suffered and died and rose again, that our lives in Jesus are not normal. Because we have a God who loves us. See, God created us to be in relationship with him. God designed humanity to have this relationship with him. But, but sin, sin, sin broke that relationship with God. And in, in our sins, our wrongdoings, our attitudes and our actions, those can't be removed by how good we are, our good behavior, our good efforts, by the things we do or the things that we avoid. Our sins are removed by what Jesus has done for us. Paying the penalty for our sins. This is what Good Friday was all about. Paying the penalty for our sins. Jesus died, and Easter, Jesus rose again. It's a new normal. Easter has a way of unsettling and obliterating all the, new, all the old norms and sets a new norm for us. That our sins are removed, that our relationship with God is restored, and we have life with God. And life with God means we know we are loved with an everlasting Love. You are loved with an everlasting love by God. This new normal. Easter is more than a once a year celebration. It's more than a yearly celebration with, you know, Easter baskets and, and chocolate bunnies and Easter egg hunts and little bonnets. Easter is the new normal for our lives. Because Easter changes Everything. Easter changes our relationship with God because now our relationship with God is one that is based on what he has done for us in Jesus. It's one that we are assured that no matter how sinful, how wrong, how mean, how arrogant, how hateful, how resentful we have been, God loves us. And that God is with us, that he is with you. A promise that he gives to us each and every day. He is with us Always. He is with you always. So here's the question for us. As we think about what Easter means for us, you know, and the question is this. How will the new normal of Easter shape your life? 
How will the new normal of the Easter shape your life? It's the Easter, again, it's not just a once-a-day celebration. One year we're saying, hey, he's risen, woo! But every day, every moment, Easter shapes our lives because it's our lives that are shaped by God's love for us. Our lives, our, our lives are shaped by God's presence with us. Our lives are shaped by God's promise of love, of his presence, and his promise that nothing can separate us from his love. Not even death. That we have life with God today, tomorrow, and for all eternity. Even in the unnormal times, the unusual times that we find ourselves in right now, God is with us. And God loves us. He is with you, and he loves you. Think and, and pray about this as you gather as family today in Nebraska. For those who are watching here in Nebraska, it's a cold, miserable, snowy, icy, blah kind of day. But it's a day that we celebrate. And a day like every day, we can live the new normal of Easter. And that new normal shapes our lives. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would help this new normal of Easter shape our lives. That it would shape who we are. It would shape how we live with one another, with those who are close to us and those who are distant from us. That it would shape how we understand ourselves, Lord, especially in our relationship to you, God. We pray this, Lord Jesus, in your powerful name. God's people say, Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.